Together we're the, the deep, deep fried geeks. geeks. Why are you sound so energy like? You were like, oh. <laughs> I was having a nasal thing going on, uh, so I was still getting over that sickness. Down with the sickness. Bacha, bacha, ow! Sniffles get out, come on, I'm down with the sickness. Taking some nasal flute and get over this thing. <laughs> hey, Tom. Hey, man. How you doing, buddy? I'm good. Uh. There's times where it just feels like we miss a week and it feels like we haven't hung out. In I know, and I don't like it. I don't like it I either. look forward to these nights. No, oh, me too. So, uh, we just got done watching um, Guardians of the Galaxy on our road to Infinity Star-Lord War. 5. Star- <laughs> That's funny. Guardians of the Galaxy and Star-Lord 5. I mean, they basically are like a band. Yeah, right? Um, you know what, man? I... Uh, I forgot how good that movie is. It is good. So like, it's the shining star of Phase 2 because most of the Phase 2 is, besides Winter Soldier, it's kind of meh. Yeah. Um, it kind of came out of nowhere. You know what I mean? It's mm-hmm. just like, I, I think we were talking a little bit in the commentary track that a lot of people expected it to fail like yeah. because it was D-list characters. Right. I mean, the characters knew. were kind of not that popular. Some of the actors were kind of not, you know, they've, they've done a lot of stuff, but not necessarily the best. Yeah. Um, and so it really kind of came out of left field, and I think it took a lot of people by surprise. But James Gunn just does such a good job with it, and it's really a beautiful movie, man. Mm-hmm. Um, it's hard. You know me. I'm pretty negative sometimes in movies. And this is a hard one for me to pick apart. But, so this is what, our eighth stop on the road to Infinity War? Ninth. Ninth? No, it's got to be higher than that because Ultron's 11. Okay, so this is 10th then. Yeah. Um, we missed a week last week, so we, we do need to get caught up somewhere. Um, so yeah, we'll you, figure that if out. If you're watching the movie every week, you're ahead of us by now. You watch Ultron this week, but we're watching Guardians. Um, so just backtrack with us. Just take a, take a step back <laughs> and come with us on our journey through Guardians um, of the Galaxy. Yeah, so this this week's stop with Guardians, and uh, I enjoyed every minute of it again. I think the commentary track was probably a little bit quieter yeah. than it has been because there's a lot of moments. Which is that, a good thing because that means we were captivated. Yeah, there. and no matter how many times I've seen that movie, there's just moments that take me aback and, I, and just catch you. Take your breath away at points that are just... Um, boom, boom. And it starts all the boom, way at the boom. beginning, man. Yeah. From that opening scene the on. The opening scene where you kind of get the feels over the Star-Lord losing his mom. Yeah. So what do you think are your favorite... Uh, what are your three favorite things about this movie? My three favorite things are the characters... They are brought to life perfectly by the people who play them. Okay. The story, very cohesive, not kind of jumps you in the middle, but it, it explains a little bit along the way. And it's got great visuals. It does. It does have really great visuals. So. Um, I I really like how imaginative the movie is. Mm-hmm. Um. 
I like the storyline of how everybody's kind of broken in their own way, mm-hmm. and how they all kind of come together as a family. Um, yeah, more so than like Avengers. Yeah, we have these like heroes who you know have gone through the hero's trial, and they've come out better. Now they all team up, and they fight the big bad guy. Versus all these guys are, you know, they're kind of stuck in the middle of their trial, and they have to stuck stick in together. the middle with you. Stuck in the middle with you. <laughs> I am Groot. Stuck in the middle with him. Um, and then I I really enjoy the humor in it. I mm-hmm. think. The humor in this movie doesn't feel so forced. Mm-hmm. Like now, once you we talked about this a little bit, commentary check too. Is after this, it feels like the humor gets a little forced. Yeah, they start putting a lot of jokes because this kind of broke the mold a little bit and changed the yeah. game for a lot of Marvel movies. So but they, the humor really works in this, and it's it's really smart humor. Yeah, a lot of like banter where they're like going back and forth, back and forth. A lot of banter, a lot of good callbacks. Um, I don't. Do you know who wrote this? I'm not. I don't know who the screenwriter was no, on I this. I do not know. I, I don't know if it was James um, Gunn or not. Well, I'll, I'll look into that if you just keep on talking. But uh, it was just. It was just so much fun. Um, I my my favorite scenes of the movie are probably all the pretty much the touching ones. I love the We Are Groot scene where Groot kind of protects everybody and sacrifices himself. Yeah. Uh, just such a good heartfelt moment. Um, the dance-off scene at the end is pretty awesome. The whole last, the third act itself is very good. Yeah, and um, I really enjoy all the all the ship fight scenes too. They do a really good mm-hmm. job with that. So pulling you away from that realistic world of that we've been accustomed to, to the yeah. space world. What do you think your three favorite scenes are out of the movie? I like the kiln scene where they're all in the prison. And yeah, it's a like good scene. Work together to get out. I mm-hmm. uh, like the last scene where you got the space battle going on, then the fight on the ship. That scene's really cool. The very big yeah. finale fight battle. Fight battle. Um, and let's see. I just kind of like how they all meet each other, and that little like they're all tripping over each other and fighting each other, and then they yeah. all get arrested together. Oh, that's a lot of fun. That's on. Uh... When they're on Xandar. On Xandar, yeah. That is a lot of fun. Um, so, so, we did the good. Um, some of the bad. It's hard for me to, to nitpick a little bit, but a lot of the Earth stuff they have scattered throughout seems a little forced. Mm-hmm. Because there's no backstory of um, like how his Walkman has lasted that long. I mean, that part I don't years. really necessarily care about. It's like, how did he get all this other Earth stuff? Like, he yeah. has a Trolls doll, this tape player. Like, they don't mention him going back to Earth. Or yeah. he scavenged it on another yeah, planet, things like that. Yeah, they have player on the ship. And, and he's doing all these reference. He's doing these pop culture references that he probably was too young to really get. Writers, like, James Gunn, Nicole Perlman. So oh, James wow. Gunn wrote okay. it, too. Um like the uh, Footloose thing, he's nine years old. He didn't understand. All I that don't about think Footloose. he watched. I mean, I guess Footloose came out this time, but I, if I was a nine-year-old in the in the late eighties, mid eighties, I wouldn't have been interested <laughs> in Footloose. So he he had to give have, me some Ninja Turtles. He had to have had a way to I get go back and watch it as an adult, or something, or or they're delivering, or maybe Yandu goes and gets some stuff, but. 
that that was a little a little annoying for me. Um, I as much as I like the family parts, it definitely seems like Vin Diesel was helping write this. <laughs> like he just had a Fast and the Furious moment, and he's like, "Hey, we need to put family in here a lot because of family, and people love family stuff." Hey, James, put in there that we're a family. Not Vin say, Diesel though. <laughs> Because that's all the Fast and Furious movies are about. Oh, yeah? They probably say family 7,000 times in those movies. Oh, like family. be like, you know, Bradley Cooper's like, <laughs> Wolf Pack, Wolf Pack, Hangover, Wolf Pack. Raccoon Pack. Are you a Vin Diesel protector? I don't just say, like, you just pick all the people who like, oh, okay, Vin Diesel, all right. Vin Diesel apologist? Yeah, that's good. <laughs> Um, hashtag not my group. Just kidding. <laughs> Just kidding. He is my group. <laughs> yeah, he's pretty adorable. Yeah. Um, and that's that's the only big things I could think about that kind of bother me a little bit. Um, there's moments where you're like, okay, d- just kill him. Like, there's several moments where you think Ronan could have just killed them all easily, and he yeah. doesn't. Because uh, if he's that powerful, like, it should have been a lot easier for him to beat all that. But, um... Those are really nitpicky stuff. How about you? Is there anything that bother you or you don't like about the movie? Uh, well, when you have Ronan the Accuser, who in the comic books is the like basically the head of the justice of the Kree Empire. Okay. And he so easily tears himself away from the Kree. I don't really like that that much. Like, why pick Ronan then? Mm-hmm. Just to use his name. Because he never really they defects from the Kree. Per se, yeah. he gets kicked out of the Kree for like his radical stuff, but he's still technically for a long time. He actually was the accuser for the Kree Empire, and he would okay conquer planets to see if they were worthy or not. They tend to do that a lot in these Marvel movies, they just where take, take characters and change them. Yeah, just because they want to use that name, yeah, um, for the fanboy appreciation. I mean, maybe? to be fair, he looked a lot. If, if I were to height. picture Ronan the Accuser, that he would have looked like that. So yeah, the looks were good. Oh, and then we talked about how um, when he got hit with that bomb, how his clothes didn't yeah, burn just off. Like, just a small little scratch. <laughs> Super powerful suit. Where's this Creed technology earlier to make stuff out of? Yeah, for crying out loud. Make a suit out of that. Make an Iron Man armor out of Ronan's armor. Oh, that'd be pretty sweet. Yeah, right? right, the Ronan armor. The Mock, Mock Ronan. Mock Ronan. Infinity, <laughs> Infinity Armor. Does what? he make an Infinity Armor? Well, he does. He makes Infinity Armor to absorb the power of the stones. You think that they'll do that in Infinity War? I hope. I mean, that'd be cool, but I don't know. It's going to be interesting to see That's the whole point is Tony Stark's the only human to ever wield all the Infinity Stones together. Oh, he really? He made the Infinity Gaunt suit. Um, the, I think first, Infinity I War has the potential to be awful. You do? And I think that's a little scary because... They're putting so many characters in it's it. It's true. There's a lot of it's characters. So many storylines so going to be going on, and yeah. again, we kind of talked about this in commentary. Unless it's like a two, a three to four hour movie, they're going to. A lot of it's going <coughs> to passed over very quickly. We could be disappointed in a lot of spots of wanting more, maybe. Yeah. Um, so it'll be interesting to see how they kind of work it. So uh, where would you uh, your rating for this movie? So, so I ranked it up. So stars. out of ten stars, okay. So I would give this one a. A nine. Yeah. I gave Civil War a ten. No, I gave Captain America Winter Soldier a ten, didn't yeah. I? Yeah, I think you did. It was um, your favorite. I think I'd have to give this like a... Avengers is a ten in my book. Yeah. 
I think I'd have to give this a 9.5, probably. 9.5? Yeah. This is number three um, on my ranking, so... It's just a fun movie. It's a good popcorn flick for me. It's emotional. Um, just something about Captain America and Winter Soldier I just love, though. Yeah. The whole bromance. You love that bromance love between that Bucky bromance. and Cap. Yeah, hetero life mate. <laughs> it's just like on again, off again, bromance, bro, yeah. bro friends. Um, so is this in your top, like, four then it now, is. you it's think? My, it's my third, so yeah, it's top okay. four. I... I need to redo my list, but it's this is probably like my third or fourth, probably. Yeah. Um, so next week we have, uh, moving on to Age of Ultron. Avengers Age of yeah, Ultron. Yeah, so we go from the very good to the very worst. Uh, <laughs> compared to what, Iron Man 3? Yeah, it's I better think it's than definitely Iron better than 3, Iron Man 3. Yeah. I think I've only seen Age of Ultron once or twice, so... I do kind of want to get a normal episode in here in the next couple weeks, too. Just have some fun geek out about food stuff, too. Yeah. So we'll try to drop that randomly somewhere at you guys. Um, thanks for joining us again this weekend on Road to Infinity War. Make sure you share with all your friends. Hashtag us. Um, watch along. Uh, if, if this isn't enough Deep Fried Geeks for you, remember you can always download our commentary track that's uh, not only serious talk about the movie, but also what you come to expect from us, um, sometimes offensive humor, <laughs> loud mouth, pee-pee and jokes. Uh, pee-pee jokes, and Mr. Funny Guy Impression Pants over here. Yeah. <laughs> Can't help it. That's just what I do. So it's, it's definitely a lot of fun. I do highly encourage you to check us out because sometimes we're uh, on, in top rare form. So, yes, we are. Like yeah. we had, last week, I think we were in very rare form. It was fun last week. Yeah, I think if you listen to any of the commentary tracks, I would definitely listen to last the two Winter weeks ago. Winter Soldier one, sorry, but yes. the Winter Soldier one was uh, we were on pretty um, uh, we were in rare form that very. week. Uh, I did make some Stephen Hawking jokes in the commentary track. <laughs> I forgot about uh, those. <laughs> <laughs> At the very beginning. If you didn't know, we kind of split this one up into several parts. You can kind of tell where we had to pause and do something and come back to it. Yeah. Um, but, so we've been uh, doing this all day. I am much. sad about Stephen Hawking passing away, even though I was joking about it. So, R.I.P. to Stephen Hawking. His yeah. essence has returned among the stars. Aww. Do you have a Neil deGrasse Tyson impersonation? No. I don't sound geeky enough for that. <laughs> or nerdy enough. <laughs> He just sounds like a white dude, really. Yeah, this is really a perfect episode to talk about Stephen Hawking and Neil deGrasse Tyson. Though. Yeah, it was about space. He is, a, yeah, he's very overly smart. I don't like him because he he comes off to me Neil as Neil deGrasse cocky. Tyson. He wants everybody to think he's super smart. I think you're right. Yeah, he doesn't. He's trying too hard to. He prove tries he's smart. way too hard. All right, that's enough. <laughs> he's too pop culture smart. Just just be you smart and don't shove you it in my sh- face. Yeah. Don't, anyway. don't put your car on my face. Uh, if, if you want to get more deep fried geeks or share things with us, remember you can always go on all of our social media accounts. Um, and you could also, uh, at deep fried geeks, pretty much everywhere. Hit right? that mother loving subscribe button, folks. Yes, hit our subscribe button on iTunes. Help us out. Then you could also email us and talk directly to us at deepfriedgeeks at gmail.com. All right, Tom. Uh, thanks for. Uh, Going back on the road to Infinity War. I will travel all the way to the Infinity War road with you. I will travel all the way to... I will travel uh, with you to the gates of Avalon, if that's what you're talking about. Oh, <laughs> keep calm. Keep calm. Hard. Walk hard. Walk hard. <laughs> Not <I'm> bored. <laughs>